Hey guys, welcome to the Ashley Hand Show. I'm your host, Ashley Hanawacker, an online branding and marketing strategist, author, speaker, and influencer. And I'm taking you behind the scenes with some of the most powerful, successful, influential entrepreneurs, CEOs, and leaders on this planet about all things business, marketing, and mindset. My mission is to educate and inspire you through sharing valuable insights, tangible tools, and actionable strategies to help you amplify your business, your life, and your results so you can be the best version of you. In today's episode, I have one of my best friends, soul sisters, and high-end client of mine who is one of the most impressive female bosses that I know and the Dharma queen herself, Julie Surratt. Julie's business did just under seven figures last year and she was featured in Entrepreneur Magazine's show, The Elevator Pitch, because of her unique proprietary system that she uses to coach her clients. She is a spiritual success coach who guides conscious, creative, service-based, ambitious female entrepreneurs into living out their purpose so they can feel abundant and in alignment and manifest more money, time, freedom, and joy into their lives and their businesses. This is going to be a powerful episode and I cannot wait for you to learn from Julie. Make sure you take a lot of notes and get ready to learn her three pillars for manifestation. Well, I'm so excited to have the manifestation queen herself oh, on well, my podcast here today. <laughs> here we are. Okay, Julie, this is a long time coming. Yes, yes. It is. And I'm so excited to jam out with you today. And I'm actually super excited because we haven't really talked about manifestation mm. on my podcast yet. Well, yay. So what, like, this is the perfect time to do it because you're the perfect person to do it. Aww. So, um, so I'm, I'm excited to get super intentional in this episode too, because you know, we have, this is by the way, guys, this is going to be like a 30 minute episode. So super like going in and, uh, take out your notepads, your pens and take a lot of notes. Cause Julie's going to drop some value bombs in today's episode. And what we're focusing on is the three pillars of manifestation. Yep. The formula. If you were wondering if there's a formula, there is, this is the formula. Now you're going to learn it. Yeah. So, um, Julie, just to kind of say them maybe, okay, I'm going to actually let you kind of direct this. Yeah. If you want to say all three of them and like list them first, or if you want to kind of take it one by one, yeah. I would love to dive in and sort of first, maybe even just kind of get your, um, like how you look at manifestation and the importance it's served in your own life mm. to start. Um, when I first learned that it's possible to create your own reality, it was like entering into a new dimension, like being on a new planet, because up until that point, and there was a very specific point where I learned that, wait, I have control over what I'm creating. Like I, I have a say in this mm -hmm. when I realized that everything changed and it was like the access point to happiness and freedom and money. Mm -hmm. And it, it opened everything up. And I, I didn't realize what I was doing until I started teaching other people. And I was committed to reverse engineering and figuring out, well, how did I do this? How did I create all these unexpected things mm -hmm. that I was honestly not qualified for, that I was not the best at or anything like that. And I created them and I created them well. And how can I teach other people how to do that. And I started reverse engineering it. And I saw that there was a pattern that there was 
there were three specific things that I did that were, that were unique. Mm -hmm. And even if you look into the world, like you look at any of the top teachers on some level, they're teaching it in that way too. So those are the three things we're talking about today. Ooh, I'm excited. Ooh, I hope yeah. you guys are. It's the formula. <laughs> so should we dive in? Should we do this? Let's are do we it. ready? I'm Here so we go. ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three pillars of manifestation. So the first pillar is feeling good in your body. That might sound surprising because there, I'm sure there's a mix of people watching this, but there's a category of you who are doers, mm. who like have a clear goal, have a clear vision and have no problem going and doing the thing. It's like you give them the steps, you tell them what to do and, and they'll do it. Mm -hmm. They're executors. Executors. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that at some point they burn out mm -hmm. or like they, they can work hard, but like their relationships are not working. Mm -hmm. And so, so there's a cost. And, and then what happens sometimes people like, I know people, I've had clients who worked really hard and then developed a belief that I can't work hard. I can't make great money because if I do, I'll get sick. Mm -hmm. And so then they go to the other end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so this first piece is important because there's a balance. So the three pillars of manifestation are learning how to manifest and create results, like real results, like money, relationship, whatever, mm -hmm. in a way that is for the doers going to take the pressure off. It's how you can create those same results or even better results, honestly, mm -hmm. in less time with less effort. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. And so like the word here is alignment. Mm -hmm. And that's why the first step is yoga, chakra opening yoga to create alignment in the body. Because if you don't feel good in the body, mm -hmm. the thing is you're going to be doing a lot and you're only going to like burn the adrenals or force your way through negotiations or yeah. there's a cost. Yeah, there's totally. a cost. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel that as yeah. well. Like I always feel it in my body, like yeah. whether it's like a tightness in my chest or, exactly. you know, I always feel it in my chest and in my stomach. Yeah. So like I'll either feel like a really tightness in my chest, like the anxiety type feeling exactly. and you're like doing so much, doing so much. Yeah. Which by the way, you guys, if you can relate to this, like comment below, let us know if you're yeah. all, if you also can relate to that because yeah. I feel like it's really common. And even like in my stomach, sometimes yeah. when it's really bad, it just starts turning and turning and turning. And yeah. So I love that this is like the first part of the formula. Yeah. So yoga is a way that you create alignment with the body. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I think when people start to see how this all fits together, yeah. the anxiety that stops some people, they're, they're doers, but it, they also are analyzers and they get into analysis paralysis. That's and me. Even... <laughs> That's not as much you as some other people that <laughs> okay, I know, because okay. you you get stuff done. You mm -hmm. do. You follow through. But there are some people who are very smart, but they go into analysis paralysis. And even if they know the steps, even if the steps are proven, they won't do it because of that resistance you just talked about, the mm -hmm. turmoil in the belly or the like contracting in the heart or the throat. And so when you do yoga, something opens up mm -hmm. and it's like these um, invisible energy centers in the body. Some people call them the meridians. I like to go by the chakras because I think the chakra system is a lot more simple. Yeah. Um, you are opening up the energy centers so that the, so let me just like give some context here. Mm -hmm. Your memories, beliefs, and experiences are stored in the body. Mm -hmm. And so when you are opening these energy centers through yoga, you are healing and clearing 
old beliefs, old memories, old experiences that are getting in the way of what you want to accomplish now. Mm. So you're healing it, you're clearing it. And what that does is it makes space for new visions, for new experiences and for new beliefs so that, you know, if you're stuck at what I, another thing we had talked about was an energy set point. If you've been historically stuck at an energy set point of let's say $50,000 a year, or if you're stuck at the energy set point of a hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever it is, everyone has a different thing. It's like an energy set point is like a thermostat. Like it'll keep you where you are. Mm -hmm. If you might go up a little bit, something will happen. You'll, you know, have to get new tires or (laughs) something like that. Mm -hmm. You'll drop back down. But there's generally like people are like that with weight. They're like that with money. They're like that with relationships. Mm -hmm. Like the rubber band effect. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so um, doing the yoga expands your capacity to receive more, Mm -hmm. to feel more, to have more. Mm. That's so beautiful. And it's so true because we are the container. So if we're not expanding, if we're contracting, we're not going to be able to hold and maintain any of the results that we create. That's right. Yeah. So I love that. That's beautiful. And just to give the the listeners and slash watchers, um, like a a quick rundown, I'm new to the whole, Julie's taught me a lot when it comes to chakras and I'm saying that right. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) By the way, the per 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 So the the correct (laughs) pronunciation is chakra. Yeah. And a lot of people say chakra, I think. Yeah. Okay. So just a fun fact for you guys. Um, Can we go through just quickly? And by the way, you guys, I learned this recently. Okay. I'm I'm a noob. I'll be the first to admit. Um, But these are real energy centers in your body. Like if you did a body scan, you will see that there are bundles of energy within your body in these centers. So this is real stuff. This isn't like woo woo stuff. This Mm -hmm. is real. Okay. So um, chakras are giving a name to each of these energy centers and I'll let Julie kind of go into that, but I just would love to give them for the listeners who don't have much knowledge. Like I didn't some insight into that. Yeah. So chakra is a Sanskrit word for wheel. And there are seven chakras in the body. The reason why it's called wheel is because if it's healthy, then it's moving in a wheel-like motion. Mm. So it's spinning. It's meant to be spinning in a wheel-like motion. And um, some people may be able to connect this with their own experience. But if you've worked with an energy healer or something like that, if you've done any visualization, they can actually say, oh, like your chakra is spinning off. It's more oblong than actually spherical. Like, so your energy centers will indicate... It might be imbalanced um, and it will, and, it, and it's actually connected to your organs. Yeah. It's connected to your organs mm-hmm. and it's also connected to what's happening in your life. So for example, your solar plexus is the energy center that governs your ability to make and keep money. Mm-hmm. It governs your level of confidence, mm-hmm. self-love boundaries. Although I really don't like that word. That's a whole other tangent, <laughs> but like your ability to like maintain and hold and, and set boundaries. Uh-huh. So I know people like that word and that sort of thing. Your heart chakra is giving and receiving obviously love but anything and and sorry so your yeah. solar plexus is like your middle of your tummy yeah your solar plexus is here so um it's so. like your belly button it's like right above your belly button okay got it heart chakra obviously here i'll go through them all would that be supportive yeah yeah that, the reason i say it is because we have some watchers and we have some listeners so yeah but the oh listeners, yeah definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so root chakra down all the way at the bottom pelvic floor deals with safety stability and security mm-hmm And so some people, they come to me and they're like, I think I need to manifest more money. Like I need to work on my solar plexus. And I'm like, well, why is that important to you? And they're like, well, then it'll help me feel safe. And I'm like, okay, then it's a root chakra issue. Mm. So that's root chakra, safety, stability, and security all the way down there. Sacral chakra, right above that, reproductive organs, creation. It's also about 
um, your ability to flow gracefully with change. So if someone's going through a career transition or a like a, a relationship transition or something like that, mm. if they keep blocking relationship or blocking a new opportunity, that's sacral chakra. So they need to learn to flow more gracefully with change, mm. like water. Wow. Yeah, that's sacral chakra. And that's right above. That's like, yeah, your reproductive organ area. Solar plexus, like we talked about, is above that. Above that is heart chakra. Above that is your throat chakra, your ability to like speak clearly, to speak freely, meaning you're not stuffing down mm -hmm. your truth, mm -hmm. whatever's true for you, like mm -hmm. owning your voice. And then um, third eye, your third eye is the way that you interpret your intuition. So some, and I believe everybody's intuitive and I believe everyone has the capacity to be clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. There's all kinds of clairs and your third eye is just what it's like your pineal gland. It's what interprets that, that information. Mm. And then your, your crown chakra, which is access to the collective access to the divine. And that's where it's like, and you have a download, like, Ooh, I just got an idea. Like Elizabeth Gilbert in big magic talks about like when an idea comes oh, and then, book. yeah. Or like the, um, Darwin's, you know, theory of natural selection was it, like three other people around that time had that idea, but then he was the one that went first to publishing mm. and it's like it downloaded through his crown chakra and he was just the first to execute on it. Mm, Although, I see. You know what I'm saying? So, so these, um, these chakras, when you do yoga, like, so say for example, it's a stability issue. Like you, you're having, you're not feeling safe. You're not feeling secure. So that would be root, right? That's right. So, so then you would do, so if that was the case, then yoga would support you. Like you would do certain movements that would open yes. up the root chakra. Yeah. So exactly. Okay. So there's yoga moves that, um, poses asanas that correspond with the different, and some of them it's like, you know, two for one deal, three for one deal, yeah. like, you know, wheel pose back bend. You got some, you got some throat chakra action. You got some heart chakra, you got some solar plexus mm -hmm. and you're going to open everything all at once with certain poses. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so that'll not only affect your body, but it'll affect what you're manifesting in your life. Really good example. The first time I ever discovered this was when I was living in Hong Kong, getting my graduate degree, which is when like all of this was opening up for me. And um, I was going to yoga classes regularly and I discovered I really hated backbends. Like I just really resisted them. Like every time I did wheel pose, it felt like I was going to die. Like it felt like I was just going to break. <laughs> Wheel pose is the one where you're... I, I don't even think... I don't even know I can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm I mean, sure I don't know. <laughs> anything with practice. That's a whole nother session. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's the one where you... And maybe your team can like put a picture of wheel pose on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it's where you're like kind of like backwards and you look like a half wheel yeah, kind of like that. Totally visualize it. Yep. Great. Like, like the exorcist walking down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? You guys know? <laughs> that was a scary ass scene. Okay, anyways, Julie doesn't watch scary movies. Keep going. I didn't even see that one. Oh my God. It's a classic. <laughs> she's walking down the stairs in a back, basically in oh that, God. In that back thing. And she's got her tongue out and she's like, Bleh. Oh right. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to think of that. I'm going to really hate wheel then. pose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue <Yeah>. tangent squirrel. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I was learning at the time what you resist persists. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I get to lean into this. And so I put myself on a five a day backbend challenge. So I was going to do wheel pose five times a day, every day for seven days. And just to see what happens. Mm -hmm. if, if anything, to have a breakthrough in like doing something I resisted. Yeah. Day three on that challenge, this was years ago, like 2011, 2012. Day three, I reconnected with a guy I went to college with. 
So here I'm in Hong Kong for grad school. I went to college in the Midwest. I reconnected with a guy I went to college with who I had a crush on, like just random reconnection over mm. Gchat back in the day. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> By day five, we were like official. Wow. And I moved back to the Midwest for him. Wow. Heart chakra, love, connection. Giving wow. and receiving. So interesting. Yeah. So I've literally manifested a relationship by doing wheel pose. And I love that. So Julie said it really quickly. And you guys know I've said this a lot too. The what we resist persists. So if there is something that you have been resisting, especially yeah. when it comes to like parts of like parts of your body or yeah. movement, um, it would be really interesting to challenge yourself yeah. to um, see what could open up from that. Because there could yeah. be a little hidden gem, a little gift underneath that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like this morning I saw there was a cardio class and, you know, I, neither of us like cardio. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really don't want to do that. And I was complaining to Matt. I don't want to. And he, he's like, I mean, he does Ironman. So to him, it's like not a big deal, a 40 minute cardio class. And like his, his reaction to me, he was like, are you kidding? You get to do it now. <laughs> the fact that you're so resist and he's right. Yeah. So I went and I hated every second <laughs> and then I was done and I was like, ah, I feel amazing. <laughs> Cause I did what I, it, it like set me up for totally. a day of like, I can do anything. And thank God I had that today because as an entrepreneur, especially like, it's so important to have that feeling mm -hmm. of, I feel like I can do anything. What you resist persists. And so when you lean into what you resist, you allow, it's like, yeah, you can allow more space into your life for yeah. amazing new things. It's beautiful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. That's the first pillar. Is that yoga. complete yoga movement? Yeah. Um, chakra opening. Ch chakra yoga. opening. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what's the second, what's the next 33%? Yes. You guys, so I, so I do this with Julie and I, I actually wasn't a very good impression, but I usually do really good impressions. It's a really good impression. Julie has the, one of the best laughs that you, you can literally <laughs> spot it. Like if you, if you heard it from miles away, you'd be like, Oh yep, that's Julie. Like it's so good. So I always try to imitate it. Side note. Okay. That was good. <laughs> Second pillar. Second pillar is called emotional cultivation. Okay. Okay. Tell so us what that you means. are cultivating the emotions mm -hmm. of what you want to feel. So often people cultivate the emotions of the default, of the stress, mm -hmm. of the I'm not enough, of the I can't and here's why, of the doubt. Yeah. And so guess what you're creating as you're cultivating those emotions? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're creating more of that. So instead, I call it being ninja with your thoughts and with your mind and with your heart. So you be ninja and you only focus on and you only cultivate the emotions of what you do want. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is you're programming your energy blueprint with exactly what you want. And it's, and it's, sometimes it helps to visualize how it will feel like what the thing is that you want. And then you ask yourself, how will it feel to have that? Yes. Oh, I do this. Yes. This is, oh, I love that you're it's, going over it's this. So, and, and here's the key. And here's why yoga is the first step is because it is so much easier to fully feel what it is you want after you've done the yoga practice. Yeah. Cause your body, cause you're open. You're at open. That point. Yeah. Ah, that's so powerful. Yeah. I love that. So, I mean, this is, this is something that's a, a game changer for me. I've been actually the past couple of days, I've been really, really doing this in my yeah. morning, my morning practice. Yeah. Um, so you guys, next time that you have, and I hope all of you meditate, if not, you get to, I do this during my meditation. Yeah. 
So I will, I will either visualize or yeah. I'll just start feeling yes. what it would feel like to have that thing that I so desire, that yes. I so deeply, deeply desire become an actual reality as if yes. it's happening right now. This moment. Yes. And it's actually one of the things that I ask whenever I have, um, I call them like interviews for, for, uh, onboarding or for clients that want to come in. Yeah. Um, I'll have one of the questions I ask them is, okay. Cause they tell me all the things that they want. I want X, Y, Z, you know, they're listing the things I'm like, okay, so now close your eyes. Imagine right now that you have da, 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 and I start speaking to all the things that they said they wanted. How does that feel for yeah. you? And it's funny because a lot of people have a hard time they tapping do. into that. Yeah. But then once you do, I'm like, all right, hold on to that. Like yeah. this is the feeling, that exact feeling once they get it, it to meditate on that every morning, you guys, powerful. That's it powerful. Yeah. I love that one. That's it. Yeah. And I'm definitely someone like I have a personality where I can vision and I can, but that's not to say that there aren't times where I get into my head and I end up on my to-do list. And like, it's really hard to be in that feeling space when you're looking at your to-do list. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to get out of your head. And another way to put that, like just for anyone, if there might be someone who's listening who this will resonate more with, you're actually going from beta brainwave state, which is where you're like, dee, 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 like you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. You're really in your head and thinking to alpha brainwave state where it's more like steady and slow and even keel. And that's where mm-hmm. the brain and the heart are really connected. Mm-hmm. And, and yoga helps you be in alpha, an alpha brainwave state. Mm, it's kind of like a flow state, exactly. like being in the pocket. Exactly. I love that. And yoga will get you there. And so it makes it easier to do the emotional cultivation, which is such a key for manifesting. And do you recommend to do this? Like how often? Daily. Daily. Okay. For sure. Minimum. And if there's like a really audacious goal, like I just did a Dharma talk Tuesday, which is my weekly Facebook live yeah. on achieving the impossible because there was a recent goal around, uh, creating a team that felt kind of impossible. It truly felt like, (laughs) I don't think this is ever going to happen. And if you really have that kind of doubt and fear around something, you got to do it multiple times a day, minimum two times a day. And all I felt was it's happened. It's happened. Oh my God, I can't believe I did it. It was like this feeling of just like, I can like astonishment and joy and surprise. And I did it. I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm getting all excited. I'm like feeling your (laughs) feelings. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. I hope that you guys are really taking notes on this. I want you guys to practice this at home. When you do it, tag Julie and I and your stories, like let us know because this is so powerful. I cannot emphasize this enough. So, okay. We got the, um, yoga chakra alignment body. And then we have the, um, we have the, Emotional, emotional cultivation. cultivation. I yeah. what you call it. Emotional yeah. cultivation. Yeah. What's the third? The th- is, is that, gonna, are you complete on the, yep. on the emotional? Okay. Cool. Yeah. The third is you're going to love this part. Yay. The third is inspired strategic action. Yes. <laughs> the part yes. that you like. <laughs> okay. Tell us more. It's the part that I like too. Yeah. Like I give me something to do and I'll do it and I'll do it well, mm-hmm. you know, but that's where like, if you don't do the yoga and the emotional cultivation first, the doing can get a little out of control. Like mm-hmm. the controller gets a little out of control. And so the, but, and, and there's the other side of the spectrum of the people who just want to hang out in the yoga and in the flow and the emotional cultivation. And then they don't go do the thing and that doesn't work either. And that's why you got to have all three. So 
people come to me to manifest money. And I believe one of the best ways to manifest money is to connect with people through workshops that you host. And so that's like what I teach my clients how to do That's, But that's one of thousands of strategies. Yeah. So for you watching now, whatever strategy you're working could be a social media strategy. It could be you're building an online list. It could be that you're running a funnel. It could be that you like do big events, whatever it is. That's the action piece. Could be okay. going to networking events, like whatever it is. That's the action piece. And then the action piece is supported and supplemented in a really significant way by the yoga, the emotional cultivation. Mm. Okay. Is there um, little um, like tips or what's the word I'm looking for? Like little um, strategies that you use to support. Cause I know sometimes the action for some people can be the hardest part mm -hmm. where it's like, um, and that's not for everyone, but for some people that is the hardest part where it's like, they maybe um, they feel that uncertainty and they don't know what to do. And do you have any for our listeners who like, they're like, okay, I want to take action, but they're kind of maybe overwhelmed with what the action should be. Yeah. Do you have something for those? Yeah. I'll, I'll address it from two different angles. Okay. Um, there's an intuitive angle. So for example, I used to work in corporate in New York city mm -hmm. and that was really it wasn't the first time I started to tap into this, but it was one of the first times that I started to really see how all of this worked for me. And I, I was in a job that was great for someone else, like one of those kinds of jobs. Yep. And I was unhappy. And I was finally, it was like when the student is ready, the teacher appears kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just ready. I was ready for something different, something new. And even though I had lived in the building that I lived in for two years, it wasn't until year two when I decided I was ready that I finally saw the yoga studio at the bottom floor of the building. Which had been there the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> and so I went Isn't in. funny how that happened? so crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I went in and I started practicing. And I remember I consistently started to hear, apply to grad school in marine mammal biology, apply to grad school in marine mammal biology. And that was an intuition that came in as I opened my chakras. Mm -hmm. I was not qualified. It made zero sense. Mm -hmm. I was working in advertising, uh, marine biology. I started doing the research. It's a male dominated field. You have to have a strong science background. There was nothing about me that suggested I would ever have success in that area yeah. or be a qual. Anyway, I, 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 I took the guidance and I did it. And I started like reading peer reviewed literature in the field, seeing what I was maybe interested in. I, and I knew I'd, I'd be, I was interested in it, but I didn't see it as a legitimate career for myself. Yep. So I took the, the, the idea, this, the, the next step that I got from my yoga practice, I started implementing it. I started asking for more guidance. Who, what should I do next? Who should I contact next? What should I like? That's where my guidance was coming from yeah. was my yoga practice. Mm -hmm. Six months later, I received a full scholarship. Wow. To study marine mammal biology. Wow. And by the way, guys, Julie doesn't, she's not in marine biology anymore. So I want to make that clear. But yeah. here's the thing. This is the beautiful part of it is like, and this is something I've heard you guys have come to me saying this stuff where it's like, well, what if that's not the thing? And like, da, da, da. you guys, she, all of those steps, all yeah. of the intuitive guidance that she received and the actions that she took led her to where she is today. That's it. And, and she, Julie's told me some personal stuff. So I actually know like how each of those opportunities unfolded even more opportunities yeah. that, that thereby led her here. Yeah. So it's something really important for you guys to get yeah. that even like I started out doing freaking um, Facebook ads. Okay. And yeah. I was great at it. I was, I was good. I was skilled at it. Didn't bring me joy. Didn't end up going that route. So just know that the action doesn't have to be so, um, you don't have to be such a perfectionist about the way it should be, or it should look. 
listen to the guidance, stop overanalyzing in your head and actually listen to what your heart and your, your body is telling you to do. That's where the magic happens. You will be rewarded. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that there aren't proven strategies once you're clear on what you want. So like when my clients come to me and they say, okay, great. I want to manifest 10 clients this month in my coaching business or in, I want to transition. I've had um, people who were doctors that wanted to transition, transition into like their own practice. Mm -hmm. I can give them a strategy on what to do with that. But sometimes people come in and they're like, I'm not clear. Yeah. I'm not clear. And so this is a great practice for getting clear. I've had other people, like, for example, I had this one client who was in branding and she wanted to raise her price. And so she actually took that to her mat and she said, what's my new price point going to be? Mm. And so she put that intention into her yoga practice, had an enrollment call after her yoga practice. And like she, she did receive the price point. She was freaking out a little bit about it, but she received it. She trusted it. She went on to the enrollment call and the person enrolled with no objections. Wow. It's alignment. Yes. That's what happens. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. So powerful. Okay. I know Julie, by the way, Julie has, we, we've literally squeezed this in for you guys today. You have no idea. Okay. The back, the back story, but I know Julie has literally an enrollment call. Speaking of enrollment calls, she has one right after this. And she is, um, that's a whole nother podcast episode about what an enrollment queen this woman is. Seriously. It's insane. What? So we, we have the three, uh, pronged approach to manifestation, the three pillars of manifestation. Um, is there anything that you, feel called in this moment, um, like a last final thing that you can share with the listeners or something that's maybe, um, maybe you forgot to say before. And one of the other ones or something that's coming to you now that you want to share. Yeah. Um, I can't understate the importance of trust Mm -hmm. sometimes. And this is actually a whole other topic in itself, like intuition. Like, how do I know what's like my voice and what's intuition from the divine or whatever? Mm -hmm. That's that I get that question a lot. And, the voice will get louder and louder and louder the more that you trust it and it will get quieter and quieter and quieter the more you don't trust it. So if you have been ignoring your intuition for a long time, it's time to give it a chance again. And so like when you do the yoga practice and you create that clear space and you do the emotional cultivation and you start to receive, you must give yourself a chance to hear it and you must implement right away when you get it. That's... And remember guys, what she said, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. And it probably won't. <laughs> you don't need to know the how, and it probably won't make sense, but you must implement on it right away. Mm. That's it. I love that. I love that. That is some, that is good. That is like a golden nugget. So if you take anything from this episode, take that and run with it because it's so important. And for me as an analyzer, I can say that that's been huge for me to consistently practice because I'll be in my head a lot, by the way, fellow analyzers, let me know if you can relate. <laughs> so for my, me, my practice is consistently dropping from head to heart, from yeah. head to heart and, um, and really trusting that guidance, even when it doesn't make sense. So yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, yeah. Julie. So for everyone who's now obsessed with you, like I am, where can they go hang out with you? Where can they yeah. find you? And if you have any, like any kind of free gifts or anything that you want to share with the listeners, cool. Please awesome. The Dharma Circle.com is my website. And that's DH. Some people don't know what Dharma is, by the way. That's a Sanskrit word for life purpose. Mm-hmm. So D-H-A-R-M-A, the Dharma Circle inclusion. Um, my Instagram is the Dharma Circle. 
and my Facebook, just Julie Surratt. And as far as gifts go, if you're curious, like which of your chakras is most out of alignment so that you know where to focus in your yoga practice, I've got a really simple quiz and it's a chakra quiz and it'll identify for you which of your chakras is out of alignment. So you know which to focus on. And you can literally like whether you go to a yoga class and teachers usually have no problem taking requests and you can say like, can we do a yoga practice on the solar plexus or whatever? They have no problem with that. And this quiz will help you get clear on what you need to focus on for your next goal. Awesome. I love that. So I'll put that in the links below. You can find that on her website. So I'll link it below. It's like right there um, on the homepage. Um, and Julie, thank you so much for coming uh, on. This has been so fun. It went, it went by too fast. I know it really We did. could do this for, we could do like a three, we could, we could pull a Tim Ferriss and do like a three hour podcast. <laughs> we can get the wine and the... Yes, all which, the things. Which, by the way, Julie and I, we have one thing I love about Julie. This is such a side note. You, you guys, I just have to say, Julie and I have consistent girl dates. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite things. I love and cherish so much, and I've I've actually shared this with her just recently. But we do we we ha- we make it a priority that every time I'm in town, which is really sporadic, we create the time and yeah. we have a girl date. So tonight we have a girl date. We'll be thinking of you guys. So we'll, we'll cheers to you guys yes, too. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Julie, thank you so for coming happy on. To be I love here. you. Love you, Ashley. Thanks you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Ashley Hand Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else who you also think will enjoy it. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on all the future juicy goodness. Also, if you would leave me a rating or review, I so, so appreciate that. It's how I know I'm providing you with value and it inspires me to keep going and giving you guys this awesome free content. Oh, and if you have an Instagram, come hang out with me over there. If you screenshot this episode and tag me at ashley.hand, I see and read all of those and I love sharing your story post to my story as well. Make it a powerful day and I'll see you on the next episode.